Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Bodies Podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant. And if you're new here, I want to give you a little overview on what Hip Bodies is um, and what the podcast is. So, okay, Hip Bodies is a workout group. And you guys, I'm just really, I love what we do. Th- this morning, our workout, it is so cool to be able in real time to be able to push myself. Because I believe what sets you know, hit bodies apart from so many other home workout programs is I don't think the trainers on other home workout programs are legitimately pushing themselves and doing something that they're not necessarily sure they can do. Let me explain. To um, I have had a goal of deadlifting 225 pounds by my birthday. My birthday is May 27th. And this morning on the live workout, I was like, screw it. I'm going to give it a shot. And I did it and it was so exciting and it was just, it's really cool to be able to hit those milestones with you guys. You know, I've been on a weight loss journey. I've just been really documenting a lot of what I'm doing and it's just, it's fun. I feel like my clients are my workout buddies. We do it live together. Sometimes, you know, a lot of them do the replay, but regardless, you know, we're connecting each and every day. We're on our journey together. It's so much fun. And one of those things that we do is we chat, but I often run out of time and I just can't necessarily go as deep as I'd like to. And that's where the podcast came into play. And it just gave me a chance to just chat with you guys. And I have to tell you, like, I sometimes cry, like when people give me compliments on this podcast, I don't think you understand. Like it's a very big compliment when you tell me you like hearing me talk for an extended period of time. (laughs) I have never been a public speaker. I, it's not that I don't, no, I don't like public speaking. Yeah. I don't like it. That's, I don't, I never know when to, to end it. I want, I either end it way too quick or I talk way too long. You know, there is no perfect, like I'm so bad at like the whole thing. I definitely use filler words. I get nervous. I am awkward. I, you know how there's some people that are, they just kill it. So actually with that being said, I wanted to say there, I was thinking about as my kids get older, I would like to enroll them in Toastmasters because I think public speaking is a really good skill. You're like, Chelsea, this is random. Yeah. Let me say it. I just thought of it. Okay. So there's this thing called Toastmasters and I don't know if you ever heard of it. Let me see what the actual like definition, like what, what do they call themselves? I think a lot of you know what Toastmasters is, but I, I had never heard of it as a kid. I didn't learn about it until I was an, I was an adult. Okay. So it's, it's an international U S headquartered nonprofit educational organization that operates clubs worldwide for the purpose of promoting communication, public speaking and leadership. So they, it's, it's a lot of stuff that helps with public speaking. And I thought it's going to sound so weird. But they have stuff for kids, and I thought as, like, a personal challenge, if and when my kids do it, I will also do it with them because I could I could use some improvement there, obviously. Anyway, that clearly – that just made me go on a tangent. But what I was saying is, like, when people compliment this podcast, it just really means a lot to me. Like, it gives me faith, like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I could public speak. Maybe. If people are actually legitimately listening to this podcast when I'm just chatting their ear off for, like – a freaking hour. I don't know. Maybe we'll just be friends. That's like really like, I don't, I never want to talk at people. That's what it is. I like to talk to people, you know, I want to, I want to connect. So with that being said, let's do a mother's day recap. I'm a mom. I have two kids and we're going to start off 
by how freaking emotional I got this year. So it all started, I was just having one of these like sweet moments where I was nursing Casey and I'm cuddling Kevin and Kevin and Casey are just like smiling at each other and like interacting. And I had this moment where I was like, Kevin's never going to nurse again. You know, he, he nursed for a really long time. He nursed until I was pregnant with Casey. Like, and I had to wean him while I was pregnant. And I, I don't know. It was just like, oh my gosh, like this is going so fast. Like he's, he's almost four. He's so big. Like he's so grown and I'm going to blink and it's going to happen to her too. And I just, I feel like sometimes I'm counting down the minutes to bedtime and I I get so mad at myself for that because I'm like, I am so lucky to have this, these days with them. And I know there's a balance there, right? Like you shouldn't, you know, beat yourself up for finding struggles in motherhood of small children because it's challenging, right? But I also think there's there's something beautiful about catching yourself and going, wait a minute, this is amazing. And we need, I need to just like soak it up more because it's amazing. Even I am, I'm definitely the mom when it's really chaotic. I laugh about it. Like I try to laugh about it in that moment. Like, okay, today Kevin wanted, he calls them new news, spaghetti. He even, it's funny because he calls all pasta new news, but he also calls it pasta sometimes. Anyway, he wanted spaghetti. So he, he wanted to break the spaghetti to fit in the pot. Okay, so you you can imagine how that turned out. And I think there, there are days where that disaster that is that, like I would never, ever, ever get mad at him, but I would, I would feel myself getting annoyed. But I don't know, because of the emotions I felt this weekend, I was just like, this is hilarious. There's going to be a day there isn't broken spaghetti all over my floor and like I'm trying to pick it up before my infant daughter crawls over to poke her eye out or something. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. So that was Saturday. I was feeling really emotional all day about it. Kevin came down with something Saturday night. He was actually supposed to spend the night at my mom's. And then we were going to go over there for breakfast. But it turned into we cannot send Kevin over there because he is sick. And we don't want to get my parents sick. And yeah. So Mother's Day, I wake, I wake up at like 4 a.m. because that is like how I roll now. Casey wakes me up somewhere between 4 and 5. It just depends on the day. And I can't get back to sleep usually because I have been going to bed at like 7 or 8, So, <laughs> uh, which is fine. I didn't mind it. I laid in bed. I watched TV. Cameron brought me coffee. He made me breakfast in bed. It was really, really, really freaking nice. And one of the things that I set aside time to do was to email my children. So we have emails set up for each of them. And I am not like Cameron is so good about doing it. And I am not I forget all the time mainly because he he also like he can put the kids to bed and like lay down with them in the dark and then like stay up for three hours. I always fall asleep. And once I'm asleep, I'm freaking out. And so like, like when else am I going to do it? You know? (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not like making excuses or anything, but I'm just, it, yeah, the days get away from me. And before I know it, it's like a whole freaking year since I wrote my last email and I feel so bad. So anyway, I wanted to set aside time to write them each an email. And then one thing that I am working on is I am collecting all of my favorite recipes from over the years, like things that 
maybe our family recipes that I love, just recipes that I've fallen in love with, all my favorite like Rachel Ray stuff. And I want to put it, I want to make a cookbook for me. And then I want to like also as I'm printing these out, I want to make a little cookbook for each of my kids. So when they move out of the house, they have all of mom's favorite recipes. Maybe they'll love it. Maybe they'll hate it. But I, it's something that I want them to have when they grow up. I don't know. Because there's something about like having mom's recipes, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's dumb. But that was something that I have been feeling like I want to put on my little to-do list for the next several years to slowly work on. And yeah, that's pretty much my Mother's Day recap. Camera, like what did we do for dinner? Oh, I made like these Euro things. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about that. I I got a Dunkin' coffee and I went grocery shopping. And before we went grocery shopping, we kind of needed to talk about like, okay, what's the plan? Like, are we keto? Are we not? Like, because we had like that birthday party. Like, it, we just haven't been able to be strict keto like we want to. Like, again, we haven't been like intentionally eating not keto. It's like we're just doing our best and it's just not... It's just, it's just not happening, guys, okay? And so here's where my head was at. Sunday morning, Cameron makes me breakfast. It's my favorite breakfast. He makes me eggs Benedict, not keto. Totally fine. I'm happy with it. But then I also know like my mom is making my absolute favorite thing the next day, Mexican chicken chili cheese tart, also not keto. These things are not terrible for me, but they are not keto. Now, the thing about eating keto, this is my belief you are trying to eat low enough carb to get your body into ketosis and you're, you're typically eating higher fat things. So you don't want to eat high fat and high carb or like, you know what I mean? Like it's very easy to accidentally overeat when you're already eating high fat and then you're also including carbs. Do you get what I'm saying? So I knew that that was not a good combination for me. And I knew like, okay, my mom's making this Mexican chicken chili cheese tart. It's going to, I'm going to have leftovers. So there goes Monday and Tuesday. I'm not going to not eat it. Okay. Like get out of here. It's my favorite thing ever that my mom makes. Okay. So I could have, I could potentially have leftovers Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We leave on Thursday. So I'm like, okay, Cameron, I want to eat high protein, so what I, and, and just eat balance. And he's like, okay, I'm down. So I'm just like tracking and like eating lower fat, you know, and I'm replacing that with carbs. Right. Okay. So I made euros on Sunday night and I got to tell you about this recipe. So if you look it up, just search like two ingredient pizza dough. There's a ton of recipes for it, but it's basically a combination of Greek yogurt. It can be any kind of Greek yogurt, like non-fat, 2%, whatever, it doesn't matter. And you mix it with self-rising flour and then you do have to season it. So I used salt and garlic powder, I think. That was all I put in it, but you could put whatever. And so I've made pizza crust with it and it was one of the best pizza crusts I've ever made. Like 10 out of 10, absolutely recommend. But what I did was for this, I just like formed it into like a tortilla, basically. And I couldn't find the freaking tortilla press. One thing that we have not figured out in our house, like there's like certain items that don't have a solid home. Like I feel like we both don't for sure know where to put it. The food scale, the tortilla press, and I'm going to say it, the cheese grater. Those three things do not have a solid home in our house. And when you need it and you can't find it, 
you kind of want to rage out on the other person like it's their fault, you know, but like truly it just doesn't have a home. We need to have a family meeting about where these things go. Okay. So anyway, I couldn't find the tortilla press. So I did my best to smush it, but I feel like I didn't get it thin enough, but that's okay. It was still really good. And I just pan fried it like a pancake almost in my cast iron. Didn't put any oil in the pan or anything. It was so good. Okay. So I made gyros. I seasoned my chicken with like garlic, oregano, lemon, thyme, some dill, a little bit of olive oil. And I like marinated that throughout the day. And then I grilled the chicken. Um, I made a tzatziki sauce. If you don't know what tzatziki is, I feel like most people know what tzatziki is, but it's just like a cucumber dill yogurt sauce. And then some feta cheese. You guys, 10 out of 10. I freaking love this. I would say, oh, and then I put lettuce and tomato on it. They were so good. They were so freaking good. I love those. But my husband, have you guys ever heard of these before? And I can tell you right now, Melissa, if you're listening, you're going to be screaming. Yes, I know what they are. He, I thought Cameron was making it up. He was, he would always talk about donors. It's a, so he was stationed in Germany for a couple years when he was in the military. And he's talking about, he's like, I, I need to take you to Germany so that you can recreate donors at home. And I'm like, Cameron, I have Googled these donors that you speak of. And now I I will say a big key, because I'm sure anyone who's like actually Greek is listening to me like, that's not a freaking Euro grilled chicken, you know? But to me, like what makes a Euro a Euro is like that Euro meat, which I, they like shave it off of like a big spindle thingy, right? I, I'm not going to do that in my house, right? Like, I'm not going to do that. There are, my mom's done like a thing where she blends the meat together and like does, you know, it's very similar, but I, I don't even like lamb that much. And like, I don't know, lambs are kind of cute. I kind of feel bad. I don't know. So anyway, when I've looked it up, a donor is very similar to a Euro. It just, it doesn't seem to have feta cheese. Am I right? I don't know. So someone out there, you can tell me. It are what is the difference if you if you've had both what do you think the key differences are um because I'm sure there's some of you that have like been to Germany and can talk more about it um yeah so as far as nutrition goes I still want to continue moving in the right direction but keto ain't it for me right now and it's not because I don't love keto I will absolutely get back to it but I was just feeling like I'm trying to come up with recipes And I don't feel that committed because Cancun's around the corner. Life is a little bit crazy right now. My mom's making my special thing. Like, I just need to eat a little bit more balanced. And we will get back to keto when it's a little more convenient. I am pretty open about the fact that I am not like a keto lifestyle girl. Hey, if you are, go off. I think that's amazing. That just isn't me. Like, I... I, I, it has in the past, like, shoot, I was keto for like two years, but I don't know, guys, I love chocolate chip cookies and I don't, I don't love like chocolate chip cookies that are keto friendly. Okay. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Cause I've tried a lot of recipes. Cameron likes some of them and I'm like, you're a freaking liar. I don't know. My neighbor, she makes some like chocolate chip cookies that are keto friendly. And I think it's made with, um, almond flour. She put some coconut in. It's It kind of reminds me more of like a macaroon with chocolate chip cookies in it. It's good. It just, it's not, it does, it, 
I will eat it. Like, I will eat it. It's good. But it doesn't satisfy the chocolate chip cookie experience that I need to have in my life on a fairly regular basis. I'm a, I'm a chocolate chip cookie girl. Um, and on that note, I... So I'm not an... I've, like, decided something about myself. I'm just not an ice cream person. It's summertime. We... Here in North Carolina, and I don't, like... I feel, I don't know. So back when I lived in Washington, we had Dairy Queens, like a full-blown, just like McDonald's, you can walk into Dairy Queen. And then they got a drive-through, they got regular food. It was a thing, okay? But down here, if if you go to Dairy Queen, it's just like a walk-up. It is like I it's like the way I imagined Dairy Queen to be in like the 1950s or something. I don't know, it's really weird to me. Anyway, as the weather heats up, that's like a whole vibe, right? Like go to the beach on your way out. You stop by Dairy Queen, you know, sit on the hood of your car, whatever, like sit out. It's like, it's a vibe, you know, I love it, but I just don't love ice cream. I don't know. I just can't get into it. Like I would, if I were to have like something creamy that I eat with a spoon, I would way rather have like creme brulee or you know um and so like with that being said I love making this Greek yogurt treat and it is like I would 10 out of 10 rather have this over any ice cream okay and I'll tell you what it is so you take a container of Greek yogurt and this is me like I like I legitimately like this I don't like it because it's healthy I will eat this no matter what is going on okay so it's a container of Greek yogurt and then you take an entire box of sugar-free fat-free pudding mix hey I didn't say it was like clean okay but it's whatever anyway you pour that in I I have to dump both into a big bowl and then mix it and then put it back into the container (coughs) but anyway that is so good like do I do I like to do the chocolate one and I put a little bit of peanut butter in it or I sprinkle some almonds on top oh my gosh it's like a chocolate mousse it's so good I don't know I don't know what it is about ice cream is anyone out there not an ice cream person as well I just I should like it, like in theory, you know, I, I'll never forget. There was this dessert. I used to work at Bahama Breeze. Listen to me. I always talk about food. Okay. It was called the chocolate Island and I could sell this to anyone. It was a chocolate brownie. And then on top of it was this like super rich, delicious chocolate mousse. And it had like some sliced almonds. And then here was the kicker. It was vanilla creme anglaise. And people would be like, what is that? And I'm like, it is like I'm gonna, it's gonna sound gross for a second, but just stay with me. Like, think of like if melted vanilla ice cream was like a sauce, like a thick, like it's just like vanilla sauce, okay? It is so freaking good. And sure enough, everyone who ordered it was like, this is like one of the best desserts I've ever had. I'm sure they still have it. Um, yeah, anyway, that was like right up my alley because it it wasn't ice cream. But like, how gross is that? Like, van- like melted ice cream on your plate. Like, that sounds gross. But that's like exactly what it was because it was like custard that they never froze. Uh, but I don't know. It's like, but it was just like a sauce. It was so good. I freaking love that. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to tell you like this really cool win happening in my house. That's like a parenting thing. Some of you are gonna be like, okay, Chelsea, I don't care, but I'm gonna tell you because I think it's awesome. So lately, I, Kevin just loves TV. So I've been doing this little five minute timer thing. If you saw, I made a TikTok about it. Cause I'm like, it's working that well. Okay. So what happens is Kevin's like, I'm gonna watch TV. And I'm like, you can, but first let's clean up a little. 
So I set a five minute timer and I'm like, and I, I, the way, what made me think about this was I thought about a blitz. Has anyone ever worked in sales? We used to have like, they'd be like, it's a blitz. (laughs) And you're, and it's basically like, you always should be doing your job, but like during a blitz, you, you can't even pee. Okay. Like that's what they would do. Okay. So like a blitz, I worked in a cold calling environment. I work, I'll just tell you, I worked for Zillow. I, I would call, I'd cold call real estate. Anyone who's a real estate agent is like, I hate you. <laughs> like I quit after three months. I didn't like it. But anyway, you cold call and you like sell ad space on Zillow or whatever. So anyway, during a blitz, you just had to like, just there do nothing but pick up the phone over and over and over, which is pretty much what I did all day. But I don't know, during a blitz, it was like no one move. I, they just try to like make it exciting, okay? So a bl- anyway, it kind of made me think about that. I was like, what if I did like little, like a blitz, but like, you know, something productive around the house? Because for me, and I think for most people, it was like something about like a blitz, like it kind of created excitement. And with Kevin, I'm like, I want to do it in like a short enough, like just five minutes where we can just do these. And anything I do that's like, you know, school related or chore related or whatever I'm like let's just do five minutes and let's just see what we can get done right and so I set the timer and it's on the iPhone so you can actually see the color and so when he cleans he's like he tries to see how much he can get done every single time he has cleaned the entire playroom we have a really big playroom it's amazing and then the other thing so we do like school stuff at home like I'm kind of trying homeschool and preschool right now to just like kind of see if I could hang as a homeschool mom or like I think he would thrive better in preschool right so Anyway, um, with the homeschool stuff, it, it is hard to get a child to focus, especially when there's not like other kids also focusing on it, right? Like, so I, I, I don't know. I can see how like being in an environment where there's a lot of kids doing the same thing, it makes it, I don't know. Anyway, so to create that excitement, I set the timer and I'm like, okay, let's see how many letters you can trace in five minutes, you know? And... I try to do like how many words can we think of that start with this letter or, you know, whatever, right? And it has been so awesome. Like it's going so well. So I just want to share that in case it's helpful. And then this is just a random thing. So there is a song that my daughter listens to on repeat while she sleeps. It's called Riptide, but it's not the original. It's like, uh, I, I would call it like a Miami club remix, Okay, like that's what I like a beat or just like a beach club remix. I, I'll, let me just find in case you care. No, none of you care, but I'm gonna tell you because if you like that vibe of a song, you might like it. So it's by Two Pilots, all one word, Riptide by Two Pilots. So anyway, it's a fine song. It doesn't bother me that much. Like we're all sick of it because we've listened to it a thousand times, but for whatever reason, the song just chills Casey out. It always has. She's not a white noise girl. She wants some tunes. So this is like chill beach vibe song this entire time like I've known this is like a remake of a song but the original Riptide I legitimately thought it was from like 1950 okay like I thought it was so old if you look up the song Riptide don't don't look at like when it was made just listen to it I'm sure you've heard it like lady running down to the Riptide you know that song okay so that was like 10 years ago. What? Listen to it. It sounds like it's from 1950. Why did they make it sound so old? It, I don't know. I, that, I just had this like shocking moment. And what made me 
realize it actually another podcast I listened to was talking about that song Riptide and they were talking about like oh it's been 10 years I'm like I'm sorry what you mean 60 like it's so old and then I looked up and I'm like what this song came out like so like uh, yeah so anyway that was just like a thing that I had all right let's move on to me being helpful All right, so I saw this post on Instagram and I really liked it. It was it was talking about how getting in shape before you're 35, it's a really freaking good idea. Because it only gets harder as we get older, right? And it just made me start thinking about I started lifting when I was 24, and I'm about to turn 34. So I'm coming up on 10 years of consistently exercising. And I was thinking about like all of like the benefits that I've experienced from it because I feel like sometimes on this podcast and just, I don't know, over time, like since I've started this podcast, I have consistently been on a weight loss journey because I, you know, gained a massive amount of weight <laughs> during my pregnancy. And so, you know, I've, I've been trying to work on that, right? And I've, I think I've done kind of a bad job of, I don't know, just not talking more about all of the benefits that I do have. And I want to share them because I think that for those of you that are struggling to get back into working out or struggling to consistently work out, I want to talk about this. So first off, lifting weights, you guys, you guys, okay. I am not I I am not like an, I'm not overly cocky. Okay. I also don't beat myself up about my body. Like I'm just very like neutral, but I'm going to say something that might, might sound cocky. Okay. Cellulite. I don't think I really have it that bad. Okay. And I really believe because I remember how my body looked before I started lifting weights. I was like 22 years old 22, 23, somewhere in there. And I remember I, I, had, I had cellulite all over my body. I, I think I might have even mentioned it on the podcast that I had. Yeah, I think I did when I was on there with Jen that I had on my stomach. Like I had cellulite everywhere, okay? Is cellulite something you need to be ashamed of? Absolutely not. It's completely normal. And I'm not saying I don't have any, okay? I absolutely still have cellulite. But, but lifting weights... It has kept things so much more firm over the last 10 years. I mean, if I, you know, when I bodybuilded and stuff like that, I didn't have any, okay? Because they're, you know, I, everything was just stretched out around rock hard muscles, right? But like, I don't know if that's something that you struggle with is like, like your legs or whatever. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time to put on legitimate size to your muscles where you're going to notice this kind of change. But it really does help. And don't be scared of getting bulky because you're not going to get bulky on accident. And I say that because I feel like sometimes people look at my just, I mean, I, I got big legs, okay? And I, I fear that sometimes people think like, oh, I don't want big legs like Chelsea. No, I mean, like I don't care and I just squat heavy. My legs have always like, that's just part of my genetic makeup and I rock it and own it and embrace the thunder thighs, okay? So anyway, what I'm getting at, if you're one of those people that's like, really small and you're like scared. I, I don't know. Like I think that's a legitimate fear that a lot of women have. I promise you're going to be fine. You're not going to get bulky on accident. Putting on muscle is really, it's, it takes time. It takes dedication. It takes focus and it takes very intentional workouts. Okay. 
Um, anyway, so, so I've, and I know that was really, that was a shallow one, the cellulite thing. Okay. Let's, let, we're going to swap it out and we're going to do a not so shallow one. You guys, I, I, I enjoy exercising. I enjoy being active and I crave it. And I remember how I felt before I consistently worked out. You know what I craved? Naps. I craved being horizontal. I craved laying around and being lazy. And I'm really, really glad that I changed that trajectory for myself because I know what my life could have looked like had I continued on that. But I got to be honest with you, it was really hard because at that time in my life, and this isn't even that hard relative to so many people, but I was in my, I was in my twenties. I worked a corporate job. I ate like crap and I drove like 90 minutes. I would say like an hour to 90 minutes to work each day. I I had to give myself 90 minutes to be safe because again, psychotically punctual. And I would, um, so, so, and then I had to take like, I think I had to take like a half hour to an hour lunch. So it's just, it made for a really long day. By the time I got home, I was exhausted and I just, I just didn't do anything. I was like sitting all day at work, sitting in my car to go home and sit and watch TV. And that's like all I did on repeat. And I, I ate crap at work. Um, my boyfriend at the time worked, he was a restaurant manager. So he would bring me crap food home and I would eat that. And I just, that was who I was. And over the last 10 years, I have completely shifted what my normal is. I could never live that life anymore. And it's crazy because when you are in that, when you have really, I'm just going to say poor habits because I did, it can feel impossible to change them. It can feel like, oh my gosh, this is never going to feel easy. I'm here to tell you, you can get momentum in whatever you want. Okay, you can get momentum in the crappy habits or you can get momentum in the really good habits. Both are addicting. I'm serious, okay? Now, with that being said, I will say like, I still love junk food. I'm still a foodie trying to be fit, okay? But I just could never do what I did before. Like I ate, I like I like home-cooked food. I don't like restaurant food all the time. I don't like, you know, you know, you know how it is. Okay, so that's the next one. I'm just like, I love that I crave a healthier lifestyle now and I've, that's my normal. So the next one, it's also, I'm going to go not shallow with this one. And that is what I believe I've probably done for my blood sugar. Okay. Hear me out. There are so many benefits to lifting weights in terms of like your likelihood of getting diabetes or like your insulin resistance and stuff like that. It runs in my family like so hard. Okay. (laughs) Like, and I see it in myself. I even, I can see like my body, I just can see it as I'm getting older. I can see like, oh, okay, I, it, th- this isn't good for me. <laughs> like I'm probably, if I don't actively stay healthy, I will probably get type two diabetes later in my life. You know, I, and I might get it anyway. Cause it, it cause it does, it just runs in my family and it's, yeah, I'm kind of set up for it. And Again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I also recognize like I'm I'm going to try to avoid that. I don't want to have to be on medication for the rest of my life. And I really, I think even by now, if I would have continued the habits that I had, I think I would be severely obese and I think I would at least be pre-diabetic. I, ge- I genuinely believe that. I think that I've really saved myself from that. 
Um, okay. And then the last one that I kind of wanted to talk about with like lifting specifically is I've developed like a confidence that I can't even explain because I've never been like a weirdly, uh, that's not true. I've had like chapters where I'm insecure. Oddly enough, when I was like the skinniest ever, like when I did bodybuilding shows and stuff like that, because I was like being picked apart at shows and like my coaches were picking me apart on like my check-in pictures every week and all that kind of stuff. I was more insecure at that point in my life than like I've ever been in my entire life, you know? Anyway, but other than that, I've really, I've never been like a really insecure person, but being in the stage I'm in, I'm just, I feel confident because I know I take really good care of myself. And I don't know how I would feel if I didn't, but I just know like, you know, when you're just, when you're putting in the work and you're just like, screw you, man, I'm killing it. Screw, like, I know what I'm doing. It's like, it's hard. There was a quote and I might've said it before in the podcast. It's like, you can't feel bad about a body that you're taking really good care of. And that's how I feel. I, it's just like, yeah, it ain't perfect. Like we, we got stretch marks, you know, we're, you know, we still got some time on this weight loss journey, but I'm freaking killing it. And I've been killing it for almost 10 years, which is just like, wow. I wish you guys like could know how gross I was before. Like how, like I would take jalapeno poppers and dip them in grape jelly and ranch. And I would eat like a box that's like supposed to be appetizers for like 10 people. And that was my dinner. Or I would go get chalupas from Taco Bell. You know what I remember I did because they were so cheap? Remember the Jack in the Box tacos? If you're not, if you don't have a Jack in the Box in your area, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I used to get those on the way to work. And that was like my breakfast. I'd get like four of them. Isn't that gross? And then like I had like coffee with, um, It was that chocolate caramel Hershey's creamer. Like, literally, no. I would not do that anymore. I do not want a jack-in-the-box taco. I can get down with a chalupa, though. I'm not going to lie. I can get down. But they're like $4 now. Taco Bell, we need, we need to have a talk about your prices. You are charging for chalupas more than, like, a very nice taco from, like, a, a nice taqueria you know like I'm gonna go give the money to the local taquerias okay Taco Bell you gotta figure it out you gotta become more affordable but actually um on that note there's this girl her name's Alexis on TikTok and she does like you know like Taco Bell order she does like Taco Bell orders Chick-fil-a orders like I don't know like all sorts of stuff I'm sure some of you know her anyway she like got me on some sauces that I did not know existed at Taco Bell Okay, like I really want to try them, but I have not been in that season of my life. I have been on a weight loss journey, but I do save all of her videos and I send them to Cameron and Cameron's like, why are you sending me this? I mean, just in case, just in case guys. Anyway, yeah, I am a Taco Bell person. Okay, real quick. Let's do that. Let's just talk about, let's just do a fast food restaurant review. Okay. Just like, I'm going to, I'm going to say yay or nay. Like would I, would I eat there? Okay. Um, McDonald's? No. No, I'm just not a McDonald's person. Their chicken nuggets are fine. Would I ever go out of my way for them? No, no. And I don't like their burgers. I'm just, I, again, like all of it's fine, but it's just like, no. Chick-fil-A, strong yes. 
strong yes. And if you don't like it, you're ordering it wrong. This is what you need to do. You need to get a spicy chicken sandwich and you dip every bite in Chick-fil-A sauce. It's so good. Their waffle fries are amazing. Their diet lemonade is also amazing. I'm trying to think if there's anything like, oh yeah, their mac and cheese. Get out of here. So good. There was, um, when I was tracking, I remember it was, it was one of the more macro friendly options on the way to where we were going. I was starving. So I got their grilled nuggets, tossed them in buffalo sauce with their mac and cheese. Oh my gosh, it was so good and it was pretty macro friendly. Okay, so there's a little hot tip. Yeah, so Chick-fil-A is a strong yes for me. Wendy's, I'm gonna go yes. I like Wendy's. I can get down with some Wendy's. Back in college, I was a junior bacon cheeseburger kind of girl. Like I could, those and their spicy nuggets. Mm. Something about spicy fried chicken for me uh arby's is a hard pass um we have zaxby's here i don't get the hype bojangles bojangles this is a southern thing i'm gonna say if you haven't tried just a plain old bojangles biscuit hot and fresh you just you you need to check that off like it's like a bucket list thing okay hmm I'm just like, I'm literally drive like in my head, I'm driving down College Road in Wilmington right now and I'm like picturing all the fast food restaurants. Uh, so back in Washington, there was a restaurant called Taco Time that a lot of people like. Google it if you don't know what it is. And people in Washington love Taco Time. And you know what I'm going to say? It's a no for me. My husband would like, he... I almost said he would punch me in the face for that, but he would never punch me in the face, you guys. That's not a good joke. Domestic violence is serious, but uh, he would be very annoyed. Like he feels very passionately about taco time. And that is like on his list of like must do's when he is near a taco time. He's got to get, he, and you know what he does is so gross. He gets the crispy beef or bean burrito, one of those two, and he dips it in ketchup. And I remember I tried it because I was like, okay, I've never had that. Maybe I'm missing something here. And I tried it. I was like, no, this tastes like a burrito dipped in ketchup. Why are you not using salsa? What is wrong with you? This is, but my husband, he is a ketchup guy. And I've learned he grew up in like a ketchup family. Like he puts ketchup on a lot of things that I'm like, huh, that is weird to me. Um, yeah, I'm just not like a cat. I don't know. There's, I'll eat ketchup, I guess, but it's just, yeah. I'm definitely more of like an aioli. Like I'm a little more bougie. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like, I like a good, um, like a Chipotle aioli or like a Dijonet situation. I don't know. Yeah. I love making sauces out of Greek yogurt. So, cause it's like high protein. So I feel like I can just really dunk the crap out of it. And I'm like, it's just protein, baby. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to the next portion of the podcast because I've really been chatting your ear off today, haven't I? So, okay, what are we doing in hip bodies this week? Oh, it's brutal. So we are doing the um, <clears throat> German volume training. German volume training. If you don't know what this is, so it's a thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't know if he came up with it or he just made it popular but it's taking like compound movements and doing high volume. So 10 sets of 10, a hundred, but like, you're not just like, Oh, I'm going to do like a hundred body weight squats. It's like, no, you got weight. You got weight. So what I did today, cause that's the thing is I'm still very like, make this your own workout, man. Like you don't have to do it exactly. So I, right now my goals are to be able to lift 225. So like today I lifted 225, 
but I just did it one time on that set because that's all I could do. Okay. But I still counted that set. So I, I basically just did 10 sets. I only did a couple sets of 10. That was like with 135. But um, yeah, that's what we're doing this week. So German volume training. And then you also pair it with um, like an accessory move and you do like five sets of 10 of that. So I did today, I did deadlifts, hip thrusts and glute kickbacks. So it was very butt heavy. So my butt is going to be looking good in Cancun. Okay. Uh, something I'm killing it at lately. Oh, this is hard for me. Cause all I want to tell you is what I've been sucking at. You guys like, I cannot do my laundry. I cannot tell you how many times I've had to rewash my clothes because I left them in the wash and they smell like mildew. I think Cameron is like passive aggressively putting his foot down and not finishing my loads of laundry, which I don't blame him. I don't blame him, but it's, I'm sucking at it. And I know that's not, I'm supposed to tell you something I'm killing it at, but that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, things that I have been killing it at. I mean, I'm always proud of my dinners. Like, I feel like we've had really good dinners. (laughs) Oh, I, those euros last night, I, those were good. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing guys. Like I just like make good dinners, make good dinners and that's about it. Okay. So (laughs) the the next section, God, I am such a foodie, you guys. Meals I'm loving. (laughs) That's what the next section is. Oh, I mean, the euros were really good. I, yeah, I don't think I have a meal that I'm like, it was like a slam dunk that I just got to tell you about this week, but I am going to tell you my mom made my Mexican chicken chili cheese tart. Okay. So I am going to, I'm going to try to find the recipe for you guys. If you want it, it's so good. So let me tell you about it. The bottom layer is like a crust and it's made with, it's like a tart crust and it has like cumin and chili powder and that kind of stuff. It's so freaking good. And then it has a layer of like a refried bean situation on top of that is a combination of chicken, black beans, corn, all sorts of cheeses, green onions. Oh my gosh, it's so good. You bake it in like a cheesecake pan, okay? It is phenomenal. This is my favorite thing that my mother makes for me. I could have it on repeat forever. So I guess that's my meal I'm loving. Clearly, clearly I'm loving it. So my mom made one and Casey and I ate a third of it today. And I'm about to have it for dinner. Because she had, she made two of them, so... Yeah, they're amazing. They are amazing. Okay, things I'm obsessed with. I love this section. Like, this is just, like, something random that I'm feeling obsessed with, and I'm excited to share this with you. I'm a skincare girl, okay? Am I consistent about it year-round? Absolutely not. But I have two two kind of things I'm doing. So if you look up, uh, I think it's called the trifecta. You can look it up on TikTok, and it's a combination of dial soap, Neutrogena, um, anti, uh, is it, is like, it's like wrinkle repair, rapid wrinkle repair. Yeah. And then gold bond hand moisturizer. Okay. Those are the three. So my review, I've been using it for a couple weeks. Love it. Love it. I do have bug bites on my face right now though. That could be mistaken for acne, but I'm telling you like my skin has never looked better on top of that. There is this stuff that's called, if you look up the Ordinary Vampire Facial, it'll show you the product. It's called like AHA and it's from the Ordinary. You can use this on your face. You, I don't recommend using it more than like once or twice a week at most and you only use it for 10 minutes. It's very powerful. It's a chemical exfoliator, okay? Do I know how it works? Absolutely not. But I've used it on my face, but I do not use it in the summertime because I go, I am outside constantly and I just don't think there's an SPF enough that's strong enough 
for like the North Carolina sun in the summer. Okay. Like when you're like chemical exfoliating your face at night. All right. So I have been using it on my feet because fun fact about me, my feet are like a freaking armadillo. Okay. And you guys, you guys, I'm obsessed. I've, it's so good. And your feet, it's like a more tough skin where I feel like you can use it more frequently. So I am seeing great results. I definitely recommend if you also are like a crusty feet girly, then hey, hey, this is, this is awesome. Um, okay. Last but not least for this podcast is we got unpopular opinions. And I mean, I could just straight up do the ice cream thing. Um, the ice cream, <laughs> like just that I don't really like ice cream. I feel like that's a very unpopular opinion, but no, let's make it more interesting. Okay. I couldn't really think of any. So what I did is I went to unpopular opinion on Reddit and I'm going to read some and like kind of just tell you if I agree or not. So the first one is not talking about your exes while in a relationship is stupid. And I'll just kind of like share a couple of things they said. We're adults. Not talking about your exes and stuff that you've experienced with them is like pretending you've never been in a relationship before. They're the past, of course, but they've also been part of your life. If someone's got a story to tell that involves their ex, it doesn't automatically mean they aren't over them. They simply want to share something from their life. I agree. I agree. I tell my husband stories about my ex all the time. Like, and it, it literally, it's not like, yeah, it's not heavy. Like we got two kids. We're good. You know? Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. The next one, talking to yourself shouldn't be seen as crazy. What happens when we think? We're communicating with our own self, meaning that by talking to yourself out loud, you're just saying those thoughts out loud. I feel like that's what this podcast is. It's just like me talking to myself. Yeah, I don't think that should be seen as crazy. I agree. I agree. Oh, this is a kind of a hot take. A card and balloons is the worst thing you could give. It has to be the most thoughtful, thoughtless gift ever. Here, take this piece of paper that someone else designed and put a heartfelt message in. The time and few dollars you invested to get this card could have been used in so many meaningful ways. Why do we buy balloons? Here is this air with string attached to it. Oh, thanks. Now I can just let it sit in the corner of my room until the air comes out and I throw it away. I mean, that's aggressive, but I I guess I agree. Like, but sometimes it's really hard to come up with stuff. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I see, I hate that. That, like, stresses me out. Like, I don't get people a card in balloons, but, like, it's very hard to know what to get people sometimes. So, like, I am just, like, the thought of anything is very sweet to me. But, it, the, the like, please, tell, let me tell you right now, you don't have to ever get me anything. It's it's because I immediately feel like I'm indebted to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it's the worst thing you could give someone. I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, let's see. That's a weird one. Introvert water world. Okay. NBA is hard to watch and it's getting ruined by commercials. It's hard. It's getting hard to watch even just 30 seconds of action as there's so many breaks in the game for different reasons and they're happening very often these days. So I don't watch NBA, but I'm going to say NBA. I, I don't like, I think watching basketball games, football games, all of it. It's so boring. It's so boring. I, I think hockey is kind of fun to watch, but like, I don't want to watch it on TV. I'd rather like go and like experience the game in real life. Football games though, the, the, the stadium is so big that I'd rather watch it on TV, but I don't actually want to watch it at all. It's just very, very, very long. So long, too long. Um, I also feel that way about baseball games. I'd rather watch it in person, but really I just rather not watch it at all. So that's where I, that's where I'm at. 
friendship breakups can be worse than relationship breakups. Hmm. Hmm. I I don't know that I've had I've had people that I like grew apart from. Like we just kind of had it wasn't like a a clean cut. It was like just kind of faded away. And that's hard. That like makes me sad. But huh. I don't know that I've ever like sobbed the way I sobbed after some relationship breakups, you know, but you know what? Just like, here's a hot take. When I was crying over boys back in the day, I don't think it was about them. I think it was about me. I think it was about like me not feeling good enough because they rejected me. Like, I wasn't even going to miss them that much. Like, they they weren't that awesome. Like, none of them were like, oh, my gosh, the greatest guy ever. Like, he's so awesome. I wish I want to hang out with them all the time. But it was like them ending it made me feel like I wasn't going to – like, I wasn't good enough and I wasn't ever going to find anyone, you know? Okay. I think that's going to be my ending point today. I feel like I'm getting too heavy. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So – I'm going to wrap it up there. You guys, Inside Hit Bodies right now, if you want to try it out, you can try it out for free. You can, okay? I'm going to put a link in the show notes if you want to try it out. Your first seven days are free. We have a monthly, quarterly, and annual option. Annual is going to be the best deal. Um, but yeah, they're, they are all valid and you can switch whenever. And I love you. I hope you join us because we should, we're doing fun stuff. We're getting in crazy good shape. Okay, we're like getting big butts, tight waists, blasting the cellulite, all natural, baby, all natural. Okay, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye.